God bless every single person in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I bless you, I increase you, and I pray, pray that the mercies and the goodness of God will be showered upon you this amazing afternoon or evening, depending on where you are in the world. Amen. I pray that the goodness of the Lord Jesus shall be upon you, and I pray that God will surely smile upon you in a powerful and tremendous way. Amen. Uh, this afternoon, I'm just blessed by the Lord Jesus to be here, and I know that uh, God is going to do something amazing for each and every one of us. I want you to be attentive. I want you to listen. I want you to pay attention. And I know God is going to do something special for you. I'm going to be speaking about spiritual sensitivity. There is no time in the world, every time you need God, but there is no time you need to walk specifically with God more than now. There is no time in life you need to know the mind of God more than now. Why is it important to cultivate spiritual sensitivity? Spiritual discernment is a dimension of spiritual sensitivity, but it does not stop there. You become, you have, you carry the spirit of discernment if your spiritual sensitivity is cultivated. Mm -hmm. Discernment is not separate from spiritual sensitivity. Yeah. I'll say that again. A lot of people want to enter into discernment. It is the will of God. But if you don't understand spiritual sensitivity, then discernment cannot function with you. Like I've taught you before, there are things that are up to God and there are things that are up to you. I was teaching my prophetic class uh, uh, two days ago and I was explaining something. I said that, you know, God wants to meet, God wants to use you. But what does it mean to say God use me? So many people have that statement, God use me. I surrender, oh, oh, I lay, uh, Jesus take the will. You give yourself every, oh, I give myself away so that you can use me. All that sounds good, but what does it really mean to give yourself to God? Yeah. You cannot give God something that is not useful. I'll say that again. You cannot give God what is, is, is not useful. Mm-hmm. God, you cannot give something that you cannot use, that is not benefiting you. Yeah. When we receive the Lord Jesus, the life of God enters us. It makes everything within us and about us useful unto God. Then we surrender our life back to him, meaning that what you have given us that can be used I don't want to use it for myself anymore because if I use it for myself, then I would destroy it. Yeah. Now I am giving you what is useful in your hand so that you can use it through my life. Yeah. So God cannot use what is not useful. I wish somebody could hear me. I need somebody to share this like 10 times quickly. Share this, share this. We're about to go somewhere very crazy. Amen. Very, very, very deep. And God is going to bless you because of this. Facebook, are you there? La ba 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 ya kataya. Mekidia antroko bakidia anka sakataya ba 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 ya. Ze bakudia antroko toba ya katia. Ze vakadusha antala bakada la basiki dibia bakataya. Le maraka sakataya ba 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 ya bada bada ba ya. Zekamako daya ba sikra anko pakidia asata baya. 
Is somebody listening? Share, 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 share. So listen again. I'm going to say it again one more time and I want you to capture it. You are only useful to God when the tools that are within you are in service to him. Mm -hmm. Listen to what Jesus our Lord said. He said this, he said this, he said, he said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Unless you remain in me and I in you, you can do nothing. Yeah. My father is the husbandman. Any branch that does not produce fruit, he cuts it off and throws it in the fire. Meaning God has no use for somebody that is not useful in his hand. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean God doesn't love you. But we are talking about being useful to God. Yeah. So God grants you access to spiritual things. The Lord gives you access to spiritual things. Because he can trust that you can lend yourself to him so that he may use your life for his glory. Amen. If God could just use anybody, then why did God need to come as a human being to prep his whole life to be useful in the hands of God? Why did the prophets have to live the lives they lived? Why did the apostles live the life that they lived? A consecrated life, a focused life, a life that is looking unto Jesus consistently, continually, and for everything is because they understood a very serious mystery, an in-depth truth about spiritual sensitivity. They understood a life that they had to live that will cultivate their spirituality, not make their spirituality dull or of no effect, but a life that will heighten their spiritual senses so that they can not only be flowing with the spirit of discernment, that is from God but so that they can recognize discernment when it responds from God. The reason why you don't know when God is talking to you, the reason why you don't know when God is leading you is not because you don't recognize the voice of God. No, the problem is your spiritual sensitivity is not there to differentiate between God and Satan. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts and his thoughts. His mind and your mind. You have used the Bible to be the source of discernment. It is true. When you read the word of God, you understand the ways of God. Yeah. Not all the ways, but you get acquainted with the ways of God. Yeah. This is why the prophets would pray, show me thy ways that I may walk in them. But your forefather said they had been walking with God. Why are you asking for other ways? Because he knew that what was introduced to him is just a path 
that builds on to other things. Yeah. So discernment is a spirit. But I've seen so many Christians claiming they have the spirit of discernment and miss everything. Because discernment operates in dimensions. Discernment is in levels. But those levels are dependent on your spiritual sensitivity. Yeah. An example is this. An example is this. A prophet in the scriptures, God to came and told him, I want you to walk naked for X amount of years as a sign unto my people. <laughs> walk naked for X amount of years as a sign unto my people. So the issue is this now. The issue is this now. Okay, walk naked for this amount of years, whether it's three, two, I can't really remember, but the bishop says three. But I'm just speaking by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Walk naked for X amount of years, even if it is for one hour. Somebody will say, ah, that cannot be God. This is a demonic spirit, spirit of deception. <laughs> the problem is you think that God will ask you to do something that is noble according to men, representing godliness. Mm. You see where the issue is? Yeah. When you see something that pertains to what the world believes or people believe, that this is of God, then you think that it's of God. But the reason why you think it is for, of God is simple. It is because you have been indoctrinated to things and not the person. Yeah. So what appears to be good does not always mean it's God's mind. But you never know it until you cultivate spiritual sensitivity. Mm -hmm. That when God speaks, you can know what he's saying. Yeah. To know that it is of God. So just because something represents something that looks noble, it may be the devil. Mm -hmm. Actually, to be honest with you, about 90% of the time, it's the devil. Wow. Not all that glitters is gold. But why won't you be able to tell it your spiritual sensitivity is dull? Mm -hmm. Because you have to remember something about Yahweh. Something about Elohim. Something about Jehovah God. Is that he doesn't do things for now. God is always doing things for what is to come. Yeah. I wish more people on Facebook would share this. Uh, Insta, uh, face, um, YouTube, are you there? Glory be to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Is somebody catching this? We're catching. I wish more people will text somebody, let somebody know that we are alive. 
Hassan, could you help me with this? Thank you. I think I touched it. Thank you. So now there is a problem. Spiritual sensitivity gives you the ability to perceive something beyond the flesh. Spiritual sensitivity makes you to perceive things beyond the flesh. There is perception of the flesh and there is perception of the spirit. There is perception of the flesh and there is perception of the spirit. Perception of the spirit is very different from the perception of the flesh. Both of them can see God. But they see God on different levels and dimensions. Meaning somebody that is trying to perceive or has always perceived God in the flesh... When God goes beyond the flesh, they will never know the depth of God. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. If somebody comes to you, okay, think about this and think about it the best way that you can. If somebody, this, I'm going to throw something out there that is a little outrageous, okay? And I pray by, by God's grace you'll be able to bear with me. If you found somebody raping your mother and you're a Christian, what would you do? I'm asking you, son. Put me in jail. Huh? <laughs> hey, she bishop. You said they might have to put you in jail. <laughs> Say it again. They might have to put me in jail. <laughs> huh? They might have to put me in jail. They might have to. <laughs> they, they, might, they, they might have to put you in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they have to put you in jail? Because you will kill them or you will hurt them or something like that. Yeah. Okay. But Jesus said, pray for your enemies. So why aren't you praying for this one? <laughs> Don't shake your head. <laughs> I'm asking you a serious question. <laughs> Somebody I said, know. I will feel sorry for them. <laughs> I'm just asking you a question. What would you do? 
I'm asking you. <laughs> that's a difficult one. Huh? So that's a difficult one. Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for them. Now you found somebody that has become an enemy by attacking your mother yeah. to the point of raping her. Mm -hmm. And you love your mother. What are you going to do in this situation? Are you going to pray for them or are you going to help your mother? What are you going to do? Somebody said, in shock and disbelief, how can you pray? <laughs> I'm just asking a question. <laughs> Let me see Facebook. <laughs> I would do what Jesus would have done, which is what? <laughs> Joel, <laughs> Joel, you're not saying what, what, what Jesus would do. They probably will be dead before God get the news. <laughs> Tell God take the will, Jesus. For real. <laughs> Ouch, this question hurts. God asked to pray for your enemy, but he didn't give us a prayer point. <laughs> but that's the prayer point, is your enemy. So if you're going to pray for them... <laughs> What are you going to pray for them? They are your enemy. What are you going to pray for? We know what he meant. <laughs> that one is the flesh talking. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Okay, let me see if there's any new. Let me go back up, go back up, go back up. Uh, slowly, slowly. You went too fast. <laughs> I go back down. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see. So go back, go back down. Hey, you're, you're oh. scrolling like a machine. Go up slowly. Okay, keep going. Just, just man says, uh, tell God to take the will. Okay, let me tell you something. Okay, let me let me explain. Let me answer this for you easily. <coughs> Be still and let God. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me, children of God. Listen to this. Let me make it easy for you. Eric, Eric, Mr. Major, he said it ain't going to be sweet. <laughs> There's no difficult answer. Do you know why you're, you have a difficult time answering this? Let me tell you why you have a difficult time answering this. It's because your perception of love is distorted. Mm. Love. Listen to me. I'm just trying to show you the difference between perception of the flesh and perception of the spirit and how you understand it based on where you are. Yeah. All right, capture this. Listen to this. Listen to this carefully. It's okay. You can go all the way down. It's fine. Listen to this. Love is in priority. Just like God loves every human being, but he prioritizes his children. Yeah. Uh, you're not getting me. It doesn't mean that he doesn't love the world. He did not love the Egyptians when he was delivering the children of Israel. <laughs> he loved them. But he was prioritizing his family first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. 
if you carry perception of the spirit, the first thing is I will do, I will defend, I will defend my mother. Mm -hmm. Ah, this person will get a serious beating of their life. Yeah. Then we'll call the police and pray for them. <laughs> Why? Because my duty is to my mother first than everybody else. Mm. Me saving my mother and, and, and smacking him doesn't mean I don't love him. But I'm defending somebody that I love. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm trying to say here? Yeah, we're getting it. Love is in priority. I will always impart those who are closest to me, those who have touched my heart before somebody I don't know. Mm -hmm. Even God operates the same. That is why the Bible tells you the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Meaning God when he's looking at prayer hotlines, he's looking at who is his first before he answers somebody that is not his. He will still get to them because he's sovereign. He's, he will still get to them because he's sovereign and he's loving. But his love will be prioritized to those who are his. Uh, what do they need? Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But somebody who only knows God in the flesh, heard spiritual things, but received it in the flesh, will say, no, oh, brother, why are you doing this? Let's pray. We are all one happy family. No. <laughs> That's because... <laughs> That's because your love is tainted in the flesh. I'll give you another example. I'll give you another example. Do you know why God killed the firstborns of the Egyptians? The reason why God killed the firstborns of the Egyptians is because Pharaoh wanted to kill the firstborns of, of Israel. But let me tell you specifically why I believe God killed their firstborns. He wanted the generation that was being empowered to carry on what their fathers did to stop. Good. He did that because he loves his people. But he also loves them enough not to put themselves in a position again God will have to punish them. Yeah. It's the same way if another enemy nation attacks you. If another nation attacks you. That's if another nation attacks you. You are a child of God full of love. Why are you going to go to war and kill your enemy? I thought he said thou shall not kill. Hello? <laughs> wow. <laughs> if the enemy attacks your country, it doesn't matter what country you're in.
if the enemy attacks your nation, somebody say killing and defending are different. No, they are not. At the end of it, somebody's life goes. Mm -hmm. So you have killed. But what justifies the killing is where you are standing when you're killing. Because killing is killing. Yeah. So there's no way you can say, you know, you can say, oh, you know, uh, killing and defending is different. God told Elijah, go kill a thousand of those wicked prophets by the sword. But God is saying, thou shalt not kill. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to tell you? Yeah. There is no exception to killing. Killing is killing. The problem is this you don't understand. If God sends you, it is not a murder because God is God. He can't kill. He's the owner of life. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to tell you? Yeah. God cannot kill anyone. Killing is for creation. <laughs> but God himself, he cannot kill. If he takes a life, he is God. He can do with it whatever he wants. Ah, you guys didn't catch it. But you see, this is understanding is in levels. This is why Paul said it in Corinthians. He said it like this. It uh, 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 Paul said it like this. He said, what is creation to be able to try to even question God? If he wants to do this, he will do it because he's God. By what law is he bound? He's not bound by any law. He created you for his pleasure. He can take your life for his pleasure if he wants to. Obviously, that is not his nature. But there are times that God has said, go and do this. Yeah. But he is still love. Maybe I, uh, JT, did I go too far? I, I think I saw JT's comment. Uh, Bishop Jones, are you there? <laughs> I'm just trying to help somebody understand something here. This is why many of you, you miss God because your spiritual sensitivity is not there. Everything that happens contrary to the picture of God you think is God. You say it cannot be God. God did not say, uh, we shall not kill. He said, thou. <laughs> so if God sends a man to do something, the man didn't do it. <laughs> it's just an example. When we prophesy to people and I tell people, God is saying, go and give this. People will say, ah, those pastors, they like money. No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm trying to tell you? <laughs> is, this, is this making sense? Yeah. 
Oh Lord Jesus. I'm trying to I'm trying to peel off the flesh so that your spiritual perception can go to another level. Okay, let me give you an example. Are you ready? Yeah. Lord Jesus. Uh, Lord Jesus, I'm just trying I'm trying to be help to somebody. Kabra da bakata kata kata ya. Kebra kata badaba. Uh, okay, I'm gonna Second Kings. Second Kings chapter four verse nine. Second Kings chapter four verse nine. Second Kings chapter four verse nine. Second mm-hmm. Kings four nine. Mm-hmm. And she said unto her husband, uh-huh. "Behold, now I perceive that this is an holy man of God, mm-hmm. which passeth by us continually." Mm-hmm. Keep reading. Verse ten. Let us make a little chamber. Mm-hmm. I pray thee, on the wall, mm-hmm. and let us set. For him there a bed, mm-hmm. and a table, and a stool, and a candlestick. Yes. And it shall be, when he cometh to us, that he shall turn in thither. Verse 11. Mm-hmm. And it fell on a day that he came thither, and he turned into the chamber and lay there. Verse 12. And he said to Gehazi his servant, Call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. Mm-hmm. Verse 13. And he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. Mm-hmm. What is to be done for thee? Stop right there. This woman is receiving an answer to prayer because she perceived a man that was walking by a house. Every other day was a man of God. Her spiritual perception captured that somebody who is passing with her miracle is passing in front of her house. That she said, listen, I must make this carrier of this blessing come into my, let me make him a chamber that he can lay in. She did not use her spiritual she did not use spirit of the spirit of discernment. She used spiritual sensitivity. She perceived using her senses. You see, let me explain to you how discernment works before I go deep. Let me explain to you how discernment works. Discernment comes to you without any logical thinking. Yeah. Discernment comes to you not because you can weigh and see. It has no observation. Discernment does not work because you observed something. Discernment does not work because you prayed about something. Discernment is spontaneous without reason, without without a, a, a thought process. You just know that you know. And you are the confirmation 
comes even more in your spiritual sensitivity that you know that this is to be true. Yeah. So when you discern something, your spirit bears witness with God's spirit. Yeah. That this is actually what God is saying. But this woman is not using discernment. She is perceiving, meaning she watched. And her senses told her, this guy is a holy man. Mm -hmm. Now you have to remember, if you saw Elisha, he did not look like a holy man. <laughs> if you saw Elijah, you would call him a homeless man. They did not look like what you think they look. You know, people have this picture. At least I grew out my beard a little bit. <laughs> you know, people have this picture of a prophet being white hair, unmaintained, weight, dressed in white robes. Um, thou art blessed. <laughs> <laughs> but she positioned herself. But she positioned herself to a place where God can give her answer to prayer. Read what does the next verse. He says, tell her to come. What does she want me to do for her? 2 mm -hmm. Kings 4, uh, 1 verse 13. Yes. And he said unto him, say now unto her, Behold, yes. thou hast been careful for us with all this care. Yes. What is to be done for thee? Mm -hmm. Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king mm -hmm. or to the captain of the host? Mm -hmm. and, she answered and she answered, I dwell among mine own people. Mm -hmm. Verse 14. Mm -hmm. And he said, what then is to be done for her? Mm -hmm. And Gehazi answered, verily she hath no child and her husband is old. Look at that. Just because she perceived, she got her breakthrough. Uh, I'm talking to some people. I'm just trying to show you. Just if you can cultivate just your perception to become spiritual. Many of you are struggling with blessings. You are struggling with breakthrough. Notice the options that he gave her. Do you want me to speak to the king for you? Do you want me to speak to the captain of the guard for you? What is it that you want? What favor do you want? The servant said, no, she wants her son. She has no children and her husband is old. So look at the options that God gave her. Do you want to speak to the king? Do you want to speak to the captain of the guards? Maybe you want land. What is it that you want? You just want a baby. So why didn't God just give her a baby the whole time she prayed for? Many of you have missed your blessing, your miracle, your deliverance, your transformation simply because of one thing. Simply because of one thing. You have no spiritual per perception. You are dry in that area. You are dry in that area. But I have come by the Spirit of God to, to energize your spirit, to make you spiritually sensitive. Amen. So that you know who God has sent to you. The reason why a lot of Christians today. The reason why so many Christians today. The reason why so many Christians today. It is easy for them to talk against men of God. Is because you don't know who is a man of God. You have no spiritual perception. Mm -hmm. If you know who you are talking to. 
there is a reverence you have even if you don't agree with them. You will not speak carelessly. Mm -hmm. You'll be very careful. You see, I am really surprised that people who can see in the spirit, like me, I don't disrespect anybody. I fear God so much. Because even those people that don't look like they have God's hand on them, I can see God's hand on them. Mm -hmm. I back off and I... I will honor them, I will respect them, and if I don't agree with them, I'll go my own way. I will not fight with them. I'll not try to prove anything. I will never speak ill of them. You'll never hear me speak ill of any man of God. Ah, uh, Jessica Turner, that's, uh, that's not true. Just listen. So, uh, devil worshippers are, are in witchcraft, but they can tell you are a Christian, but a Christian cannot tell that that is a devil worshipper. Why? Why are they spiritually able to know you, but you cannot know them spiritually? Unless you see them having demonic symbols, then you know they are devil worshipper. But they can tell you are a true Christian by just looking at you without anything. You see, these things go beyond the doctrine that you have been taught. Mm -hmm. This is why it's very important to just learn. Just learn. How we, do we know this? We know this in the scriptures. Paul is preaching with one of the apostles. They are preaching in a city. They are preaching in that city. And a, a, a woman with a spirit of divination... She saw them before they even started preaching. She began to say, these are the men that will lead us to God. But she was speaking by an evil spirit. Meaning her heart was not good. <laughs> Nothing about her was good, but she could tell who these men are. But everybody else could not tell who they were. Ah, people. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Okay, let me take an example. Je Je Jesse Quetu said, you shall know them by their fruits. Now you have to know what Jesus was saying there. This woman did not see any fruit from Elisha. He just saw a man that passes. He could be a murderer, he could be a thief, he could be this. She never saw any fruit. She didn't even know who he was. She perceived he was a man of God, a holy man. She didn't know if he was a prophet. She, didn't, she just perceived this is a holy man of God. Mm -hmm. What fruit did she see? <laughs> you have to understand when God says by their fruits you shall know them. Mm -hmm. A good tree is known for producing good fruits. Yeah. What do fruits, what do people do with fruits? People consume the fruits. Jesus was saying, whoever is able to produce something spiritual that you can benefit from, then that one is a man of God. But somebody who is producing fruit but cannot be beneficial to you, then he is not a man of God. Yeah. That is what he means by their fruits you shall know them. Jesus was a tree. Everybody that he ate from the tree that is called Jesus, got healed, got delivered, received hope, received change. Things about them changed. Yeah. So when they took him to the cross, he did not defend himself by saying, I behave very well. What did Jesus say? Of all the good deeds I have done, for which do you stone me? 
Why did he say that? Because they had tasted his fruits. They did not just see it. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, you shall know them by their fruits. You know a fruit by eating it. Yeah. The word know means to experience. It does not mean to see. There is a lot of men of God that look like men of God, but they are empty. They have nothing in them. Yeah. And there are some that don't look like anything, but they are loaded spiritually. But you will always know this by the people around them. How are their lives being changed? Spiritually, physically, how they walk, how they talk, how they do things, determines if they are a tree that is life-giving or not. Yeah. I wish somebody could hear this and understand. Facebook keeps sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing. This is why when people come to our, 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 our Facebook or, 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 or YouTube and they listen to the word of God, many times people's comment is always this. Hey, my life has really changed ever since I started hearing your words. When you teach, something has changed. I've been a Christian for this long. I never had anything that pushed me to this place. It means you are eating the fruits and it is changing. You are feeling the sweetness. The sweetness is changing you. It's giving you a new flavor, a new sight of Jehovah God. Amen. You are experiencing the Lord Jesus in a different way. That is what the fruits that Jesus is talking about. There are Christians that are good trees, but their fruits are still bitter because their fruits have not matured. So when you go and eat of their fruits... You will get heartbroken, they will deceive, they will hurt because their fruits are not mature. That still does not mean that they are not men of God. It just means their fruits are not good. Yeah. Hey. This is why I always say this. Listen to me. God has given me grace and I'm boasting in God. God has given me grace to perform miracles. I have opened blind eyes by the grace of God. I have opened deaf ears by the grace of God. I have grown limbs by the grace of God. People have received organs. Cancer has disappeared from people. Tumors have disappeared from people. I have seen the miracle working power of God. I have also been given the grace to work miracles where I can take something and pray and change the content of what the thing is. But I will tell you this, that is not where you see God. These are signs, but they are not the evidence of good fruits. Yeah. If what you hear from me cannot bring you closer to Jesus, does not make you want to pray, does not make you want to walk in righteousness, in truth, then the fruits are wrong. Then I have become an entertainer. If what I tell you does not make you fear God that you do not want to sin against God, then I'm, my fruits are wrong. I'm deceiving you. I'm, 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 giving, I'm legalizing the natural things that you would normally do. Yeah. Go back down. Let me see something here. Somebody said I invited. Uh, go, go back up. Go back. Stop right there. Look at this. Read this. This is Maria saying. Read it. 
Maria Campos. Uh -huh. I invited a woman to RCJC that belonged to another church for 20 years with no change. Her liver tumors disappeared. She changed. But if I just stop there by just showing you miracle, 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 without giving you a word that makes you draw close to Jesus, I failed you. Mm -hmm. Because there are people who come with great signs too. There are people who come with wonders too. Are you getting what I'm trying to tell you? Mm -hmm. The woman received the biggest breakthrough she had been praying for. Without even fighting for it, just because she prepared a place of something she perceived. Let me give you another scripture. I'm just trying to help you. Karaba, and I will tell you how to cultivate it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. John chapter 4, four verse, verse 19. Start from 18. John chapter 4, verse 18 to 19. John 4, 18 to 19. Mm -hmm. for, thou hast, for thou hast had five husbands, and he whom thou now hast is not thy husband. This is Jesus prophesying to this woman. In that saidest thou truly. Mm -hmm. Verse 19. The woman saith unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Uh -huh. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Yes. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain uh -huh. nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Mm -hmm. Verse 22. Ye worship, ye know not what. Mm -hmm. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. Uh -huh. But the hour cometh, and uh -huh. now is, mm -hmm. when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Notice this. This woman, because she perceived, Jesus asked her for water. She said, but you are Samaritan. This, this Jesus said, if you knew who was offering, who was asking you for water, you would ask him for water so that he may give you so that you don't thirst. This woman says, man, where are these waters so that I may drink? You have to understand, this woman was not thinking about literal water. She knew there is no such thing as water you can drink that you never thirst. Mm -hmm. So she knew that Jesus was speaking spiritual language telling her that there is something I could give you that your life will completely change. Yeah. The woman said, where are these waters? She did not say, give me those waters. She tried to challenge to see who he is. Where are these waters so that I may go and drink? Jesus said, I will show you where these waters are. Where is your husband? She says, I have none. He said, you're saying the truth. You've had five husbands and the one you're living now with now is not your husband. 
The woman said, man of God, I perceive you are a prophet. <laughs> Notice, Jesus showed her that that living water is inside of him. So the woman immediately located her place of deliverance. Simply by what? Perceiving. Some people would have received that same word and said, this is of the devil. And say, ah, okay, amen, amen, and go and say like, okay. But the woman perceived. This woman, and Jesus declared something to other people miss. Jesus said, the hour is coming and the hour is now that you will not need to worship God in Jerusalem. She was telling him, telling her, I have come to you, you don't need to go to Jerusalem. The hour is now, not next week. You don't need to go look for God there. The hour is come. I am here now. Immediately the woman went into the city and declared, I have met a man who has told me everything about myself. Jesus did not say everything about her. Jesus touched the point of her issues because she perceived who Jesus was. So many believers are missing. Are missing because your spiritual sensitivity is not there. Mm-hmm. The second level of perception is spiritual. Remember, all these perceptions I'm telling you is the first level of perception. I'm going to the perception which has nothing to do with external anything. Yeah. You see, these women, they looked at a person and said, I perceive he's a holy man of God by looking. So their natural abilities were infused with their spirit that they could perceive God from the flesh still. Yeah. Go to um, Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2, verse 8. <laughs> hey, Jesus. Mark 2, 8. And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit. Ah, uh-uh, where did Jesus perceive? In his spirit. By the Holy Spirit? No. Huh? No. Uh, by the Holy Spirit? No. Where? By his what? Spirit. His spirit. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Jesus. Jesus perceived where? His His spirit. Not because his father said. Not because the Holy Spirit whispered in his ears. Not because he saw in his vision. (laughs) Facebook, are you there? (laughs) Jesus. 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 Let me give you a sweet scripture.
Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. You see, this prophetic thing is in levels and dimensions. Mm -hmm. There are prophets that need God to speak for them to see. And there are prophets who see in order for God to speak. How do you get to that second level? Ah, <laughs> you can't get there if you don't study. Alabakataya, <laughs> Lord Jesus. Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1 verse 8 to 9. Actually, Romans chapter 1 verse 8 to 10. Romans 1, 8 to 10. Mm -hmm. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ mm -hmm. for you all. Mm -hmm that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Mm -hmm. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit. Hey! God is my witness, whom I serve with what? My spirit. So he was not just serving God with his flesh, meaning he was using, there was a perception of the flesh, and there was a perception that he was serving with his spirit. Not the spirit of God. His own spirit. Yeah. Do you know how many times Paul went to a city? And he wanted to go somewhere and his spirit said no. He said no, I will stay here until God tells me to move. But he's not telling you God. He said I felt in me to stay. But he's telling you, God told him. He picked up God saying, don't go. But you measure things based on what you see. Which is not bad, but it's a lower level. Mm -hmm. There are sometimes I look at people. Without even opening spiritual eyes, my spirit just perceives everything about them. My spirit already is acquainted with their spirit. Without God even telling me, tell them they need help here, here. It just captures. I just perceive. I just scan and I know. Wow. And I can focus on specific areas if I want to. Because my spirit can perceive. Just the same way you see people in the natural, you can see people in the spirit. Not because you've opened your spiritual eyes. Remember, I'm not talking about spiritual eyes here. Ah, is, is somebody learning? I'm not talking about spiritual eyes. Do yeah. you realize I've not spoken about spiritual eyes? Yeah. I'm just talking about perceiving by the spirit. I'm not talking prophecy, word of knowledge, nothing. Jesus.
<laughs> oh, Jesus, wonderful Lord, who is like you? There are times you hear me professing, I will say, the angel of the Lord is telling me, because truly an angel is speaking to me. Mm -hmm. There are times I'll tell you, and the Lord is saying to me, because the Lord is speaking to me. And there are times I'll say, I want to bless you. <laughs> Not because God said, my spirit is the one I'm perceiving in my spirit that I can deliver something to you. Amen. Now, in order for you to cultivate spiritual sensitivity, let me look uh, for a good way to explain this that will, will be visual enough for you to see. Why is it when you want to listen to music and really focus on the elements of, of a song, what do people do? They close their eyes. Yeah. Why is it that when you want to go to sleep is when the drops on your sink become louder? Doop, 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 doop. It looks like you, you want to go and break that sink, especially <laughs> if you're trying to, to, <laughs> to shut it, but it's shut, but those drops, in, especially you can hear it go, doop. <laughs> Dupe. <laughs> it's just like it becomes so anything that does anything aggravates you unless you're just somebody that just sleeps easily. The reason why your hearing senses have increased or they have become magnified is because your sight has been closed. So the only way you are seeing is through your ears. Ah... Uh, <laughs> when you want to get into a song, why do you close your eyes? <laughs> or why do you gaze into nothing where you're not looking at anything, you're just... Why do you do that? That's true. Because by dulling your ability when you when you when you mute your eyes you increase the focus in your ears and you magnify your ability to listen. Yeah. Okay, I think I'll stop. My my children in prophetic school will be upset. The people in my Zoom class will be upset. <laughs> You know what I was going to teach? So, uh, what do you think, Bishop? <laughs> huh? be, or just speak. We should, we should turn it down, right? Abi, just a little bit. No, just no. Be honest. You see, now you're not being a, you're not being a good Christian. Jesus said, "Your answer be yes or no." Which one is it? <laughs> Go up a little bit. <laughs> Maybe we save some for the prophetic class. Maybe. Or do we? Let's. Let's. <laughs> Bishop has spoken. You know you never go against bishops. 
when a bishop speaks, you obey. <laughs> Me, I'm a, I'm a man and authority. Bishop has spoken. <laughs> bishop has said, we save some. <laughs> Glory be to Elohim. Mighty Jesus, you're so precious. Where's, what is Bishop John saying? Let me see what Bishop John is saying. Ah, Bishop John's agreed. He said, yes, Papa. You are a good man. You see, the bishops are agreeing across the world. Let me see. Uh, 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 I think that's Apostle, uh, 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 my son, the Apostle, the next. Bishop uh, uh, Jean August, you're not saying anything. Let me see what the other bishop will say. My son Jean, where are you? Kobaya <laughs> Bakataya. <laughs> say, say, read what did he say? Joanne says, Bishop, there are persons like us that need your teaching. <laughs> you see, Bishop, another bishop, another bishop, my son Jean said, Yes, Papa. Ah, it's a done deal. <laughs> Aye, the bishops have agreed. The, the union of the bishops have agreed. <laughs> Facebook, let me see Facebook. Let me see what Bishop Michael is going to say. Allah Bakataya. Go, go, uh, go, go up. Go keep going. Bishops have agreed ac across the world. Bishops are in agreement. <laughs> Nomula and K said, Bishop, have mercy on us. Bishops. <laughs> the master bishop proposed a bill. Everybody has agreed with it. Ay, Jesus. Kerabasaya. Lord Jesus. Huh? Rebecca Casey says, let's share the goodness of the Lord. I, I, I think I've, I've, I've shared, right? See, somebody said, do another open class. That's not fair. You know, that's unfair to the people that have actually sought to be in it. <laughs> Okay, let me let me go back into the topic. Let me go back. Uh, go up. Let me see something. Laka bababaya, kibra antakata ya badabaya. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Kabada badabaya. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> what what did he say? Bishop, God took His time to create you very well. <laughs> Bishop, what are you doing? Bishop, they will, they will find your house. Some of them are prophetic. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now listen to me. You see, I'll give you an example. Many times prophets are seen to be crazy. Not because we are crazy. Is because true prophets see things that other people can't see. But a good prophet will teach other people to see in the element that he sees. Mm -hmm. Now we have an issue that is going on around the world right now. 
that everybody is focused on what is going on around, but no one has gone inward to listen to God. You will never be sensitive when you listen to too many things. Mm-hmm. Or you are carried by so many winds. There are things that are being proposed now. They are being backed up that look very good, that look so pleasant. But the truth is they are not even from God. Right now the whole world is claiming they are fighting for equality. No, they are not. It's all deception. But you will never see it. Because you are listening to voices of the world, you are not listening to God. If you pray with already a perception of what is happening, God will never speak to you. Um, You know what, I'm going to come tomorrow. By God's grace, I'll teach part two. Because this is a very, very serious thing. Spiritual sensitivity will make you navigate life so easily. Those who are led, how can you know the leading of the Holy Spirit? Because somebody who is leading you is in front of you. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Yeah. How can God lead you who is in front of you or ahead of you that you cannot see, you cannot perceive? Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Lord, I love you more than anything. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. Can we worship God for a second? Mm -hmm. Let's worship God. And I'm going to pray with all of you. Uh, Let's do this. Grab a seed that you want to give to God. Grab something you want to give to God. And he's going to play a song and then we're going to pray together. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Grab what you want to give to God. And then we're going to pray together. Labrada Bakasha.
Thank you, Lord Jesus. I feel in my spirit we should fast. Who is going to fast if I tell you to fast? Who is going to fast if uh, I ask you to fast?
okay, people will do it. Okay, unless you have a birthday, don't fast. On the day you have your birthday, celebrate with your family. Okay. On your birthday, if it's within the next three days you're going to fast, don't fast. But we can start tomorrow. Sunrise to sundown. Six to four. Six to four. Six to four. Thank you, Jesus. Let me pray for you. And then I'll, I'll put, can we post something? I'll give you something to post for the three days tonight. You can send it to all our WhatsApp group and you'll also post it on our Facebook and Instagram. Father, I pray for everybody that is watching. Lord, I pray for the spirit of sensitivity. Their spirit will be energized this day. May their perception upgrade from the physical to the spiritual. May they perceive things through their spiritual senses and not their physical senses. Father, may they become more spiritual than they have ever been before. Lord, there is a lot of darkness going on in the world. There is so much confusion in the world. But those who are led by you will never be lost. They will never lose their way. I pray that their sensitivity. Let it in the name of Jesus change today. Let them be transformed today in the name of Jesus. Father, give each and every one of them grace to fast. Give them grace to fast and to be prayerful in their fasting. I bless you, my Lord. I bless you, my God, for their life. In Jesus' name, amen. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Uh, watch out for a message that will come to the WhatsApp groups. If you're not on the WhatsApp group, make sure you join it. And also, uh, um, uh, Melissa J, take her to the hospital. Now listen to me. I'm going to send something out on message tonight and something will be posted on the on my Facebook and, and my Instagram and and watch out for it and uh, and it's going to be prayer points for the three days but we are going to be meeting to pray at night I'm going to come and just pray with you but I'm also going to teach you during this time but we are going to have just uh, a Zoom time of prayer Okay, and I believe God is going to bless you. I love you all in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen.